Hi, namaste, friends. How are you at this moment? You can answer out loud or in your heart. Just kind of taking a deep breath, coming back to your body, noticing if you have any sensations. Physical body, and your feelings. I just wanted to check in because the topic that we are going to discuss today is quite related to how our body feels. Specifically, today I want to share about a human design type, and this happens to be my energy type. We're going to talk about generators. And if you're not sure what your human design type is, you can go to jovianarchive.com and get your free chart there without email, without paying. And there it'll say what your human design type is. So you can check your family members, your friends, and this really helps for our relationship. And If you are not a generator, maybe you just want to learn about the generators in your life or you're curious about human design. So welcome. Okay, so let's start. Generators are quite the majority here. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, generators are around 35 to 37% of the population on average, meaning that A lot of these people are here to create life force. And what does life force mean? Life force could be literally life, right? Like creating human beings. So that is about sex, sexuality. This could also be about creating life force in art, in business, in work. That's why a lot of the focus for generators is about building. When you imagine generator, like the electricity... They create, right? They create and then therefore they will build something. So a lot of the focus in the career is about mastering or completing a certain subject. Some generators really are into creating their family. They're really into process that makes them feel satisfied. And overcoming obstacles or doubt or self-talk that makes us feel we have to do something rather than what we want to do. And these characteristics are actually seen in the human design chart where there's nine energy centers. And you'll see one that's originally in the Jovian archive is going to be colored in red, but depending on which software you use, it's the second square from the bottom. And that's where the sacral is. So if it's colored in or it's defined, it means there is consistent energy and there's consistent energy to create with satisfaction. And generators and manifesting generators have this, but reflectors, projectors, and manifestors will have white or undefined in their sacral chakra or energy center. And I'll explain what it means. So having it defined, meaning that 
like a battery, right? We have consistent access to energy where we work at things that we really love to do. And I think one of the big challenges and sweetness of being a generator is responding to what is the right work. Meaning, what is the work that makes you feel excited and expansive and just curious to want to know more and be a master of, right? And I noticed this in my own pattern where whatever I do, I want to give my best effort. When I first started learning in my bachelor's in management and marketing and I went on my double degree, I really wanted to give it my all successfully. And in my master's taking neuroeconomics, doing yoga teacher training, meditation teacher training, Reiki training, sound bowl, singing bowl training. There's a lot of this curiosity within the wellness industry about the mind and body that truly fascinates me and it actually gives me energy. So this is the thing with generators. If they love what they do, it gives them energy. Therefore, that's what the defined sacral means. But if they feel they have to do something, maybe it's from their mind or the expectation of other people or just life responsibility, but we don't really love it. Like for example, working a job just for the money instead of enjoying the process can create a lot of frustration and sucks the energy out of our sacral. And we can become burnt out, we can be lethargic even though we have a lot of energy and this affects our aura. So the human design energy type is actually divided by the energy, the electromagnetic field that we emit from our body or from our centers and not everyone can see or feel it, but it's around two to three meters on all directions of our body. And the aura for generators and manifesting generators are called open and enveloping. It means we're emitting warmness. People are attracted to light and warmness, right? We can be very magnetic when we're satisfied. But if we don't feel satisfied, we feel our not-self-theme, of frustration, which is literally when we are not being ourselves, our aura becomes closed and repelling. So the opportunities that would have come to us when we are aligned is paused. And this relates to the strategy in human design. And this is what makes human design, I feel, life-changing and practical and experimentable, if that's a word is that each type, each energy type has their own strategy in responding to life. And I use the word respond because generator um, strategy you would see in the chart, it would say to respond. So what are generators responding to? Basically, we need to respond to external stimuli. And I say we because I am a generator and my whole family is a generator. So it's interesting to see that connection and coincidence and from these external stimuli we process it right we can use our five senses our eyes maybe we're attracted to a certain poster of an event that we want to join or a certain person that we find attractive physically or we hear we listen to music we hear other people speaking and we respond very easily if you listen to your next music on spotify or other platforms and you start 
moving your body, your head or your hips or your shoulders, tapping your fingers, tapping your foot, you are responding to that external stimuli of sound. Other things you can smell, so maybe there is a food that you really like. I happen to have this every time I walk past Pepper Lunch. They have like really nice smell or whenever I pass through Lush, I'm sure this is their marketing strategy um, because it's so unique and then it makes me want to visit the store and spend my money there. And then taste. So taste is like maybe you have a comfort food that your mom or your family makes. Maybe there's a certain taste you didn't expect and it was good and you'd go like, mmm, nice, right? And human design, this sense of mmm is a guttural sound. So it's actually sound connected from the gut. And our gut, like our gut feeling, is somewhat our sacral response. So those are the stimuli. And the sacral response could be excited. And when we're excited, it could be a movement forward saying that, yes, I want to do it. Or it could be no, which is like a movement backwards or kind of a closed feeling. You know, if someone you don't know touch you or being in an environment where you don't feel safe and comfortable, maybe your body just kind of... Mm, rounds to kind of feel safe in our quote-unquote shell. So that's what the body will respond and react with. And another great tip that I find to be so helpful with this strategy is asking close-ended questions. And close-ended questions means like, rather than asking what do you want to eat, it's more, do you want to eat now, yes or no? Right? Or do you want to order in or do you want to go out? Or do you want to cook? So it could be three options. It could be do you want to eat something cold or hot? Drink cold or hot or neutral? How about the taste? You know, whether it tastes salty or sweet or both. And having your closest people ask you close-ended questions would be great to help you respond and listen to your sacral because oftentimes my client will be like I don't know if I feel anything and that's okay because maybe we're not really connected to our body yet because we're often thinking and making decisions with our mind which is very natural we're all educated right if you're listening to this I'm pretty sure you are educated and we use our mind to make decisions like we thought that what is the benefit um, and the pros and cons, benefits in the short terms and long terms. And we, we really use a lot of our mind, but then for me, it becomes overthinking. And even with these questions, close-ended questions, for me, it's quite challenging to do it myself in my head. So I notice if I say it out loud, my body will respond better because then I will hear it. And it's even better when someone else is asking because then I don't have to think of the question. Or I could make a pre-made questions of, you know, close-ended questions. <laughs> okay, so what else about generators I haven't mentioned? Maybe sleeping patterns, sleeping and eating patterns. So I notice that the past, I don't know, a few months when I'm in Bali, I have been quite lethargic. And the sense of lethargic is from sitting a lot I was overbooked. I had seven clients a day on average. 
And even though Mohan Bali is very beautiful, I was just in my little room working and not exercising and not responding with my sacral. And then I realized that I couldn't sleep very well. I was overthinking, I was waking up multiple times in the evening while I was sleeping and you know, my mood was all over the place. And then I read and I realized that our sacral needs to replenish itself by really being tired, but by doing something that we are satisfied with. So for example, if I have a day full of the exercise that I like, and as you, for example, like yoga or swimming, that is satisfying to me. That can make me feel like I spent the day doing something I liked and I wanted to do so I could sleep better. But if I exercise on something that I didn't really like, like I don't really like running at the moment, or when I work, I just sit down rather than talking to clients offline, then my body will become not 100% used. So I still have leftover energy before I sleep. And this is what's making me wake up. So for generators and manifesting generators, it's quite important for us to know what we like to do and prioritize and make time in the day to do what we love to do. And that really helps our health because then when we sleep or when we get to bed, we feel exhausted and tired and ready to fall asleep. And I see this in my boyfriend, actually. He's really good at this. But for me, I was still like figuring out what are these actions that made me feel, okay, I'm pretty good, I'm done. And what it was for me is actually creating a to-do list. So when I created a to-do list of what are the things that I wanted to achieve and process, and I respond with my sacral if I want to do it or not, then I would feel so good in the evening. Like right now I'm recording this at 8 p.m. Bali time. And I know after recording this, I would be so satisfied with my day. I exercised two hours today. I recorded content. I talked to my family, my friends. I got to watch Netflix. I got to learn. I got to meditate and all that. And that's a part of what makes me feel very satisfied. And I'm so ready to sleep. (laughs) So with that being said, I hope this has shed a light with what being a generator is like. Of course, these are, you know, examples from my experiment within the two years and also coaching. How many generators in MG? I think around half of my coaching clients are generators, the private ones. And I have created the generator and MG group coaching recently. And I'm creating it again on May, in May, Sundays 14, 21 and 28 and 4th of June. So this is a group coaching where we learn about our human design and actually apply it in a group setting where we can give each other a lot of support. We can ask questions and this duration is for a whole month where I will give you access and attention and answer all of your questions in our exclusive group chat. And if this is something that you're interested in, give me a DM on Instagram and I will share some information to you via email. Awesome. Okay, now I'm ready to sleep. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you 
wanted to share how you felt. If you are a generator or if you know someone who is a generator, send me a DM. I would love to discuss with you. Alrighties, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Namaste. Pandangan dan opini yang disampaikan oleh kreator podcast, host, dan tamu tidak mencerminkan kebijakan resmi dan bagian dari Podcast Network Asia. Setiap konten yang disampaikan mereka di dalam podcast adalah opini mereka sendiri dan tidak bermaksud untuk merugikan agama, grup etnik, perkumpulan, organisasi, perusahaan, perorangan, atau siapapun dan apapun.